Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another episode of the Strieger Sports. We're going to look at some of the NFL and college football action this week. Of course, we're going to give you some of our free bets. Emphasis on free. I mean, You ain't paying for this. You're not paying to win. It can't get better than that, folks. Okay? And uh, we'll, we'll round it out, give you a little fantasy advice for this upcoming weekend, because I know the playoffs are coming for fantasy. It's probably getting tight, but we'll, we'll try to help you out, do what we can do, okay? Let's get right into it. First game, well, by the time you hear this, this game will be over. Saints at Cowboys. Saints are favored by eight. Over-unders around 53 and a half. I know I'm going to watch it. I know McAdams is going to be watching it. So. Oh, well, yeah. We got, we're working on this episode right now just a little bit before, so we're cutting it close. So we're going to get through it. Yeah, but if it sounds rushed at the end, don't worry. We're just trying to get done before the game comes on. Um, but with this game, I think, I think, the, uh, I think the Saints – have this one again you know we keep saying it's going to be a trap game for them but i think they broke that streak of having a trap game perhaps you know mm-hmm. and uh i know the cowboys you know amari cooper having a big game last week um and you know zeke um i think if they uh shut zeke down uh that'll solve most of their issues right there i don't think they'll have any problems especially offensively i think they'll go right over the cowboys yeah i mean i saw the cowboys at least lawrence one of their defensive ends was talking a little smack this week um, I, I don't know how he's going to back that up, but I, I'd like the Saints to win by 10 plus, probably cover at least. But Yeah, they're definitely covering the, the spread the, by eight. The big thing I, I'll be watching, though, like the main key is New Orleans, they've had the number one rush defense the last few weeks. If they mm-hmm. can if they can shut down Zeke and Dak, I mean, it, it's game over. They'll probably win by maybe even 20. I don't know. Yeah, if they can keep if they're, if they're calling the right plays on defense, you know, they're like I said, going for the ball and they shut down Zeke, that's going to be a big hit for them. And I think offensively they'll keep scoring and go right over this over this spread. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Saints big in this one. And I don't know. Honestly, I, you know, it's hard. I can't really – I didn't see who or why he was talking smack. But, you you know, it's hard to do that as one defensive player. You know, when you've got Drew Brees at quarterback who can air that ball out, who even in bad years with no defense could put up 40 points. You know, you've got Kamara and Ingram running the ball. You know, you got Taysom Hill, who they can throw in. Um, it's not a good combination to talk smack against because uh, Sean Payton will run something and it will make you look like an idiot. And that's how that play will go. If I remember correctly, he said something along the, along the lines of, if you come out and punch a motherfucker in the mouth um, and they're, they're not used to that, you could throw them off their game. I, I don't know. If he, he may <laughs> literally punch someone in the mouth. I can't be well, he's sure. Got- he has a lot of people he's going to have to punch in the mouth on that team if that's his goal yeah. <laughs> because there are a lot of big weapons for that team. But yeah. that's yeah. all I have for the game. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the Saints have it easy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm there with you on that one. So let's look ahead to Sunday now. Bears at Giants. Bears are favored by around 4.5. Over-unders around 45. It's looking like Trubisky won't play this game. Chase Daniel will probably get the, another start. But I don't, I, don't, I, haven't, I don't even think Trubisky's – like practice this week so who knows what his health is looking like going into the playoffs um I kind of like the under on this I, it's at 45 which is kind of a low number but I, I just don't see a lot of points being scored I could see the Chicago D getting a defensive touchdown possibly but I yeah I think the Bears will easily cover a four and a half point spread yeah I think you're I think the Bears defense is going to be able to stop the Giants after what they've shown the Giants cannot do um, I don't think they'll have any problems shutting them down. Um, but I don't see it being a very high-scoring game. Um, you know, Chase Daniels did an okay job. 
pretty good job last week. Um, but I wouldn't say they're going to put up over 45 combined. But I think the Bears' defense will be able to shut down the Giants. Yeah, I mean, Chase Daniel just doesn't have to screw up. If he doesn't screw up, he can just rely on the defense to carry him through this week. But if he starts you know, making some costly errors, I could see the Giants possibly getting close and making it a competitive game. Yeah, that'll it'll it'll definitely be. It depends, you know, like like we said last uh, last week, you know, you know some of the big plays can make a game, and you know a couple turnovers could make a big difference for the Giants. So next we got Cardinals at Packers. Packers are favored by right now. It's at fourteen and a half. Over unders around forty four and a half. That's a that's a pretty big spread for the Packers. I mean, yeah, they're playing the Cardinals, who they're pretty trash. I'll say it, but that's a pretty big spread to be beaten. That's I mean, if you're making it that big, you're just asking me to bet on the Cardinals, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I, I won't be bullied. I, I won't be bullied by this. I will not I bet on this game, but I, I know the Packers will win. Um, yeah, I don't have a doubt that the Packers will win. I don't think they're going to beat the spread, though. Um, they have just been – the way I've been seeing them play the last few weeks and just, you know, just the whole situation with Rodgers looking like he's out there just half-assing the game. And, you know, Aaron Jones trying to, you know, carry their their rushing. I just – I don't see him beating the spread. I mean, I know it's the Cardinals, like you said, but I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're going to beat that. Mm-mm. I think they'll I think they'll win, but maybe by a t- – I, they, I don't even know if they can put up points, but they're definitely not going over. They're not going over. They're not going to – both teams combined is not going to score that many points. I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I can see Aaron Rodgers throwing a few touchdowns on their D. Maybe three. I, maybe I don't know. He just looks like he doesn't care anymore. But maybe it's just I. Well, hey, I just I don't think it's gonna be a fourteen and a half point game. No, I, I no, I, I'm not definitely gonna, not I'm fourteen not, and a half because I don't know how the hell they'd score a half a point. But I'm not throwing money on it. All right, they're asking me to bet on the Cardinals, and I I don't trust them that much. So I'm I'm not touching it. All right, that's fair. Fair. Don't 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 fall for it. Don't pressure me. You can't pressure me. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So next we got Colts at Jaguars. Colts are favored by five. Over-unders around 47.5. So, news this week, Blake Bortles got benched. Cody Kessler starting. Leonard Fournette is suspended for this game because of his brawl last week with the Bills. <laughs> so, the the Colts should win this easily. I don't. I could see them winning it by maybe even 20. Like They're just on that big of a roll, so I would definitely consider taking them to cover. I would maybe mm, I don't know about the over under though I'd stay away from that but I would definitely think the Colts will cover this game. Yeah, I don't understand how you know the Colts got you know uh, a five point. What's the word I'm looking for here, Clark? Cover. They're favored by five. Yeah, cover. Yeah, and but the Packers have fourteen and a half. I don't understand. You know, I think the Colts are easily going to take the Jaguars in this game with them out and they're you know they're they're on a roll. They got some momentum behind them. I. I'd say it's an easy bet to say they're going to at least win by a touchdown. You know, throw some money on them winning by at least a touchdown. I may even throw a lot of money on that game because I'm just that confident in them. I mean, I just – I don't – they got momentum behind them. You know, it's the Jaguars, and I – I it's going to – I think it's an easy bet to win some money on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So next we got Cleveland at Houston. Houston's favored by four over-unders at 45. This, for me, is kind of like the low-key game of the week, honestly. I think this one will be very entertaining because the Browns, you know, yeah, they're four, what are they, four, six, and one. Not having a great year, but that's a gr- that's a pretty good year by Cleveland standards. And then Houston's won, I think, eight in a row 
Yep, eight. Actually, it's actually a record for them in franchise history, longest win streak. Yeah, so, you know, they're both coming in pretty hot. It could go either way, honestly, but, you know, I, eh, it's, it's, I think it's too close for me to put money on, personally. But if I had to pick, I would say Texans by a touchdown. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I would, I don't know how great of a game it's going to be, but um, I think it's also another one of those games you can win some money on here. Yeah, I'd, I'd stay away from it if it. That's just my personal opinion. Okay, I, I would say I, I. You got to. But I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, folks, if you got the money on the, for, if you got the money to throw, throw it. Like, do it. Just throw it right at your computer screen. I mean, yeah, do do what you want. I mean, it's, it's your money. Next, we got Panthers at Buccaneers. Panthers are favored by four right now. Over unders at fifty six. Tampa's D's god awful. Okay. I think we can all agree on that, can't we? Yeah, not yeah, just not good. Well, I'm trying to figure out what are they ranked. Let me find that real quick for you. Um, I'm pretty sure they're last or in the top in the bottom five. Twenty-seven. But, yeah, I could guarantee they're in the bottom five. Twenty-seven. So, so yeah. there's that. So pretty Perfect. Bad. So pretty bad. But I could see it turn into a high-scoring affair because Tampa they they usually get some pretty big plays. They well, I know at least they did when they were playing Fitzpatrick. I'm sure that they still have the same offensive weapons they do. Is, when Jameis is in, but you know I could see it turning into high school high scoring affair if Carolina's defense starts giving up those big plays. You know, gives them a little yeah. like, momentum. You know, like offensively and passing wise, the Buccaneers throw for a lot of yards, and so if they can get if they can get some passes going, they could put up some points. But they're they're not good. No, no, not. But there could definitely means. be some yards. Um, but you know the Panthers. Got to come back. I think the Panthers have this by, I'd say, at least a touchdown, though. I think defensively they can stop them and win by that. Yeah, I, I could see. I I think Jameis will throw two interceptions, possibly more. Okay. Carolina covers, but I wouldn't rule it out. You know, if, if Carolina starts giving up some big plays, I could see the Buccaneers getting a little momentum and thinking, yeah, we can hang with these guys. And I could see them possibly, you know, at least covering because they're – Panthers projected to win on the road by four, and it is still on the road. In Carolina, you know they're one and five on the road, so I wouldn't, yeah, so I wouldn't be too could, safe about that. Yeah, that could be one thing, though. I mean, you know they have, uh, yeah, they're on a three great three game losing streak right now, and uh, like we said, I think last week, you know, or not last week, last episode, the uh, the Panthers have been struggling. You know, you were very high on them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was right, and that quickly faded. So, you know, the Buccaneers, you know, you may get out there and they may uh like you said, that it's very it's a very good possibility they get some momentum behind them. Yeah, I mean Tampa's gonna have to score a lot of points if they want to win though. Uh, so if you know, if you think a Tampa Bay may win, I'd take the over on that too. I would agree. Next we got Bills at my Miami. Miami's favored by five, over unders at forty. This might be a snooze fest, quite honestly, for me. Like, you could sleep through the game. You probably won't miss much. I, I no, think my, I No think, big plays. No. I think Miami will win to keep their name in the playoff race because right now they're still in the playoff race, technically. But they're a, they're a pretender, not a real contender. So I think I think Ron Tannehill has a pretty good day against Buffalo's D. Um, and I think Dolphins win. Yeah, I can... Hmm. I can see the Dolphins winning, but the problem that I have with this game and putting money on it would I would stay away from the over under just because it always worries me when it gets it. Because if 
the Dolphins decided to put up some points. The Bills decided to have some run um, for a few points. You know, even if they get a couple touchdowns, you could really be pushing it close there on the over/under. Honestly, I, don't, I I wouldn't even bother really watch the game too much because I don't think it's going to be a whole lot of anything exciting. No, I think it, you're going to see a whole lot be. of mistakes and bad plays in this game. Mm, yeah, I can see a very high possibility of that. I'm not saying like a whole bunch of like you know interceptions and such, but I'm saying just a just why would you run that right there or what were you doing kind of plays? Yeah, I could I could definitely see that as well. Um, but personally, I'd stay away from the over under on this one. In my opinion, I know you're like, well, that's a lot. Of, I mean, it's 40 points, but I could still you get. A couple touchdowns here, and the Dolphins on a run for some reason, and you could be cutting it close. True, you do have a point. So next we got Broncos at Cincinnati. Okay. Broncos are favored by four and a half. Over-unders at 43. Cincinnati D is, I would say they're worse than Tampa Bay's D right now, honestly. Um, yeah, not good, not good, not good at all. No, they're they're getting torched on a consi- on a consistent basis. Um Broncos have the, you know, they're going to, I think they're going to take advantage of this easier schedule they have in the back part of the season, you know, the home stretch and uh-huh. make, the, and to make this playoff push. This is almost a guaranteed that Bron- the Denver will win this game and cover that spread. Because uh, Cincinnati, I mean, Andy Dalton's out too. So they're on, I think, uh-huh. Je- Jeff and Driscoll. So that's, uh-huh. it's a, it's a, it's, I would say it's easy money betting that game. I mean, Broncos will win by 10 plus, I think. Yeah, I think it's an easy one right there. I'd put some money on that. Um, you know, Broncos coming off a big win. Uh, Bengals are just not doing – they're just not. And so I think – I'd agree with you. I could easily see the Broncos winning by 10-plus points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll have them by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's, over the, that's over, over 10 the points. Bengals defense, I don't think they're going to get stopped too much within field goal. I think they're going to – no, is it really? Mm-hmm. What is that? Seven plus seven is fourteen, and fourteen is, comes after ten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. I, I I like the Broncos in this one easy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a pretty easy consensus. So mm-hmm. next we got Baltimore at Atlanta. It started out as a pick because nobody really knew like who was gonna if Joe Flacco was gonna return. But I think the Falcons are favored by one or two right now. So yeah, the over unders at forty nine. So Lamar's gonna start. We don't we don't know how bad Joe Flacco's hip is hurt. I think it's his hip, but he he's not playing this game. I think it just come this game will probably come down to Atlanta's offense versus Baltimore's defense. Um, because you know Atlanta's offense they they struggled against the Saints last week. Uh-huh. I would say turn the ball over, and Baltimore's defense is I would say top ten in the league, so it's pretty good. It's gonna come. Yeah, they down definitely to that have battle. a good defense. Yeah, so, but I think Baltimore, you know, their run game really run the ball a lot. I think they'll run for over two hundred yards this game. But I wouldn't rule the Falcons out just because they can they can throw the ball around and score touchdowns pretty quickly if they need to. Yeah, the problem with you know the Falcons is it really helped them out in this game if they're wanting to win is they're going to have to get some they're they're going to have to get their rushing up you know um, passing wise that is going to be their strong point of the game you know Matt Ryan can go out there consistently and accurately throw the ball around so if they're going to make a run it's going to be him. Um, you know, passing the ball down the field. But I feel like in the beginning of the game, they're going to have to get some kind of balanced offense trying to go so that they don't try to blitz every time and put him under pressure. Yeah, I mean, I could see Baltimore's defense. I could see Matt Ryan throwing for three, over 300 yards, but also yeah, throwing easy. probably two interceptions. That will be the thing. 
I think he's thrown how many he's thrown he's thrown five five interceptions this season, twenty four touchdowns. So not so, terrible, but you know, still I could see one, but I mean, you know, he is But I mean they you have, they don't count all the turnovers that way. I mean he, heck he completed it to three wide receivers last week and they fumbled it. That's true. But in, I would lean towards Baltimore in this game, honestly, just because they have that powerful run game. They can control the clock. I would I would lean towards them slightly. You know, I kind of want to say the Falcons this game, you know, after coming off a of loss and stuff, and if it comes down to, even though they can control the clock, if they give Matt Ryan enough time at the end, I think he'll be able to, you know, throw that ball down if it comes to a close game and get that field goal or get that touchdown to push him into the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could see that also too. I mean, it's it's honestly might be too close to Cole. Yeah, I, I would personally stay away from it. Yeah, I probably I might stay away from it. Who knows? Uh, who knows? You can't be pressured. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not at all. Not at all. So next we got Rams at Lions. Rams are favored by ten. Over unders at fifty four and a half. This game, I think it'll be high scoring. I would say it hits the over pretty easily. Um, the Lions' D is really iffy. Like, like last week against the Bears, I didn't think they did terrible per se, but you know uh-huh. they've they've had some games where they just got totally destroyed. I think, but in the end, I think the Rams should probably win easily, and I would say they cover. You see, you know, win by maybe two touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think they'll have any problems uh, covering the spread at all. You know, the Rams' offense is still very impressive, even though you're not going to mention. Plenty of times with cup out, but I could see him. What is this? What fifty four and a half? I could see it turned into that, but uh, I don't know if the Lions will be able to. But I guess they they may be able to, but I don't know if they'll be able to put up enough to cover it um, with the Rams. I think the Rams won't have a problem putting up, you know, um, thirty five or so, high thirties, thirty, yeah, mid. I guess it'd be mid exactly, but high thirties. Um, it just depends how well their defense plays against the Lions. Um, but I'm I definitely take the them beating the spread on this one. They're definitely gonna win by at least two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So we can agree on that. So mm-hmm. next we got Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs are favored by fifteen, over unders at fifty five and a half. I'll be honest with you, you know, this one could get nasty. Like it could it could be really bad. Like Chiefs win by twenty plus. So it could get pretty nasty. Um, I wouldn't watch it if you're a Raiders fan and you'll be just be watching murder. I seriously I seriously think Kansas City could maybe drop sixty this game. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about the game. I don't the Raiders don't stand a chance. The Chiefs are gonna just roll over them. So Yeah, no doubt. Um I'm all if, in on Kansas City covering though at fifteen. Me too. Me too. Alrighty, so next Throw your got, money. Throw the money? Throw the money. Oh, I will not be pressured. So next we got Jets, Titans. Titans are favored by nine and a half. Over unders at forty and a half. Jets are in complete disarray this year, but you know you saw them hang tough with the Patriots last week. I would say, I mean, Patriots still covered, but they gave the Patriots a little competition, you know. Uh-huh. But what it, what do you have to consider when we're talking about the Titans, McAdams? <laughs> the old roller coaster effect. And for that reason, Titans will win. I think they could possibly beat the spread, too. Yeah, I can see the Titans winning. Um, the Jets, like we said last week, are completely fading away. So I don't see them standing really much of a chance. Um, the spread is kind of iffy for me, but definitely take the Titans on this one. Um, over-under-wise, um, I could see it going over. 
I could see him putting up twenty points each. Yeah, that's I could. Yeah, that's a real possibility. So next we got Vikings at Patriots. Patriots are favored by six. Over unders at forty eight and a half. Um, I think this should be a good game. Also, Patriots have been playing playing down to the level of their opponents, you know, not necessarily down, possibly up to, like, last week I think they kind of played down to the Jets' level, and that's kind of why it was close, but, you know, I, this this one could be a toss-up, but, you know, if there's any doubt, I would always take Brady over Cousins in this scenario, so for that reason, give me Patriots, I'm not sure if they'll exactly cover, I could see it coming down to a field goal, possibly. Uh, I'm gonna get wild on this one, Clark, um, I, you know, like I said last week, or last episode, damn it, I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, kind of comparing to the Steelers and such, that they're 8-3, and three, but they do have Gronk back. You know, that helped them out, and last week they didn't play so well, but for some reason I'm just feeling, you know, I'm feeling Kirk Cousins. I'm feeling him and the Vikings this week, and I'm going to take them. Ooh, that, that might come back to bite you. I, you know, it it may be a five dollar betting kind of thing, but you know, this year he has had statistically a better season than Brady. Mm, I, if it comes down to it, I'll just still take Brady over Cousins. No, it's question. not even all about that. I'm not saying he's a better quarterback, but I'm just putting it on. I he, with Thielen and him, I I'm just taking him. I the Patriots have just been kind of iffy this year. We said it last last episode, and I feel like they're going to play down, and let the Vikings give a chance, and they're going to try to. Try to come in and win this game. Okay, I mean that—that's your opinion. You're entitled to it. So I mean, it's New England's only. I mean, they're eight and three. Minnesota's six and four and one. But you know, the the Patriots have not played an eight and three season, really, in my opinion. I can see where you're coming at with that. You literally compared them to the Steelers last time. You agreed with me. All right, I I see what you're saying. I'm not I'm not exactly sure about the prediction for the game, but you know. Well, I, in the Vi- I think Vikings defense is going to put up a little bit of a fight against the Patriots offense. Okay, okay, I see, I see. I could see it going either way, quite honestly, but, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. I, I understand why you're saying playing it safe. I get that. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm taking a risk on it. Um, but I would like to see that. I would. Just for, you know, I'm not saying go out and bet. I'm not, don't, do not put all your money on that game. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, okay. That it would be interesting and I could see it happening. Yeah, yeah. So next we got 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by 10. Over/unders at 46. Seattle's getting better every week, I think, cuz yeah. I just mm-hmm. they consistently continue to impress me. Um the 49ers are struggling to score in the last four of their seven games. They've scored 18 or less. So for that reason I like the Seahawks big. Seahawks have consistently played well against the 49ers the last few years. So I like Seahawks to cover too. Yeah, I, the Seahawks there defensively, offensively, you know, it's a, you know, it's fun to watch them play, and it's not so fun to watch the 49ers play. And so easily, I've got uh, the Seahawks with you. I'm, I'm expecting to win by 14, 17 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, over under, I'm not real sure about. Um, honestly, I take the, uh, I'm gonna take the under on this one. Yeah, I'd probably lean that way too for right now. If you're gonna put anything on that, if you're feeling like you want to, I'd go under on that one. I'd take, I I'd see, take I the Seahawks see it being covering. a 27-13 game. Yeah, I could see that too. That's about where I'm predicting that game at. Okay, okay. I, I feel you. So for Sunday night football, we got Chargers at Steelers. Steelers are favored by three right now. Over-unders at 
This is the game of the week. I'll I'll say. Uh, will you do you agree? Yeah, I mean the Chargers have an excellent season. The Steelers and Big Ben and his big head out there playing. It's like a twelfth man on the field. Um, I think it's gonna be an excellent game. Mm-hmm. Right now, if the playoffs started today, this would be I think the number four versus five seed in the AFC. Yeah, Pittsburgh is fourteen and one straight up in their last fifteen night games. All right, and this is at night time. Mm-hmm. Chargers D's doing good. I'll give them that credit. But I don't think they've really played that great a competition, quite honestly, so far. Yeah, they might have played a few good games, but they they haven't played near the competition, I think, that their rec- people make their record out to be. Did you see the Big Ben quote this week? I did not inform. Um, He said something along the lines of, yeah, I, I know I'm throwing interceptions, but I'm still going to keep throwing them. Classic Big Ben. It had to be a typo. Like we talked about him and his phone, and you know the he probably he probably fucked up. He, he probably he, he probably up. wasn't even asked like a question about that. Like Big Ben, uh, any he, special plans for the holidays? From, he's probably still high. Big he's Ben, any special high. plans for the holidays? I know I'm throwing a lot of interceptions, but I'm still gonna keep slinging it. Yeah, I, I'm going. He was still high from from Denver. I'm not. I wouldn't rule it out. But anyways. I'll take the Steelers to cover by three and a half. I would take them to win. I just like that 14-1 straight up in the last 15 night games. That's hard to argue against. So, I'll take Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on this one, uh, Clark. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a game to watch, too. Just like you said, um, definitely going to take – I'm taking the over on this one. If I'm betting on something to say, I'm taking the over. So, final game of the week, Monday Night Football, Redskins-Eagles – Eagles are favored by six and a half. Over unders at forty four. Redskins made a kind of bold move this week, signing Reuben Foster after he was a uh, let go from the Forty Niners. Uh-huh. And uh, I looked at his rap sheet for just two thousand eighteen alone. I'm pretty sure there's five or six involvements with the law in just this year. Just just traffic stops, and tail lights, and stuff. You know, no, nothing big. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you so he's pretty dependable, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, real, real, real. But he has—he's been dependable on the field. I mean, I, yeah, you can't you take can't it away from against him. that. You can't, you, yeah, you can't argue that. Hard to argue, like you like to say. But he's—he has—he's like on the commissioner's exempt list right now, so he can't practice or play. So I don't—I don't know what the move is with him. But that was just a little Redskins update, Reuben Foster update for this game. Both well, these t- ain't over to the fat lady sings, and you know who the fat lady is. Yep. So for this game. I think both these teams are pretty bad at defending the pass. So I like Wentz more than I like McCoy in this game. And for that reason, I'll take the Eagles and possibly watch that over. I could see the Eagles putting up maybe, oh, 28 to 35 in this game. Just because I, I don't – Washington's pass defense is very injured. I mean, Philadelphia's is too, but I like Wentz more than McCoy. Yeah, against uh, the Redskins' defense, um, it's going to be hard just because I say it can't be the Wentz show. But – um, if I'm betting safe on this one, trying to make a little money, make a little dinner money, um, I'm going to take the Eagles definitely covering the spread there. Just because, you, like you said, I, I, you know, Wentz can get things done. I think it's hard against other teams. Uh, you know, of course, bigger and better teams, but I, get, I think against the Redskins, I think, he can, I think he can do it. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't completely disagree on the over-under. Um, it's something I'm going to stay away from, but it could be something to win a little money on if you're listening to Clark. If you like Clark's advice, I'd take it. Yeah, so, you know, just it's just something to watch, something to think about. So that that's all the NFL preview for this week. Let's jump into some college football. So some big college football news this week. First, um, Mac Brown 
got hired at North Carolina, so that's a pretty big pickup. Um, I think I think it's a good hire, honestly. Matt Brown wasn't the greatest coach at Texas in the last few years he was there, but you know he does know how to get significant money from boosters. Like he he did that very well at Texas, so I think he'll do the same thing at North Carolina. And something else, Cliff Kingsbury got fired from Texas Tech after I think it was his third consecutive losing season. I I think whoever picks him up right now, I'm hearing rumors that USC is looking at him, possibly picked him up so far. Could be, in my opinion, the higher of the year because he's just an offensive guru. His, his he would serve as a great offensive coordinator. He could even be the great offensive coordinator in the NFL. So that's just something to watch. Now, this weekend's college football championship weekend, big weekend. First, we'll talk about Pac-12. We got number 17, Utah, versus number 11, Washington. Washington's favored by six. Over-unders at 44.5. For this game, I I like Jake Browning. Um, I think he's better than Utah's quarterback. Utah's starting quarterback and running back from the last time they played is they're out for the year with injury. Washington won earlier in the year 21-7. But I think Washington's gotten better throughout the year, and they reaffirmed that last week when I watched them play Washington State in that blizzard. So uh, for that reason, I like Washington to win and cover this game. So next we got Big 12 Championship, number 14 Texas versus number 5 Oklahoma. Oklahoma's favored by 7.5, but I've seen it trending upward today, so it may continue to rise. The over-unders is 79. Um... This is the rematch of the Red River rivalry where Texas won 48-45 earlier in the year. But Oklahoma's defense sucks, but just as bad as their defense sucks, their offense makes up for it that much with Kyler Murray. Like, this offense is something – it's it's insane. Kyler, I think I saw that Kyler Murray's putting up better stats this year than Baker Mayfield did in his Heisman year. So that's just the level that he's playing on. Like, it's it's unbelievable, but he has to to keep Oklahoma in the game. Just because Texas, they played Texas earlier, they kind of figured each other out, I think. I think Oklahoma wins this one by, I could see a touchdown, possibly two. So I, I would keep your eye on them to possibly make the college football playoff now. Next, we got the American Athletic Conference Championship. We got Memphis versus number eight, UCF. UCF's favored by three, over-unders at 64 and a half. So UCF's going to be without McKenzie Milton because he get, after his horrific knee injury, I think I think they're I heard they're gonna have to do reconstructive knee surgery on him. So he's out for quite a bit of time, possibly career ender. But I think because of that, UCF's gonna come out motivated to win the game for him. But so just because of that, that motivation's gonna play a big part in beating Memphis. So I like UCF in a pretty close game. I could see them win by a field goal like the spread, so it could possibly push. I could but I think it'll be under ten. I'll say that much. Next, we got the SEC Championship. Number one, Alabama versus number four, Georgia. Alabama's favored by 13.5. Over-unders at 64. This is a rematch of the National Championship last year. Great game. I love. It was very enjoyable to watch. O- overtime, Tua came in, delivered. Alabama's kind of the kingpin of college football right now. They're, they're kind of blowing everyone out. Nobody's really doubting them at all. And they'll they'll continue to be the kingpin after this game. I think they could. I think they'll possibly beat Georgia. In fact, I would put some good money just straight, Alabama straight up beats Georgia because Nick Saban doesn't lose to former assistants. But I think Georgia's going to make it closer than thirteen and a half. I could see them losing by. I could see a touchdown. So you might also consider Georgia, even though they just lost to Alabama, and that's the big thing because 
They're at number four. Alabama's at one. If this is the college football playoff, Georgia would play Alabama. So this is the key thing for Georgia. That if they somehow lose this game and somehow maintain fourth, they'd have to play Alabama two times in a row, which is kind of fucked up, quite honestly. So, you know, it's a it's win or go home for them pretty much in this game. But I don't think they'll win, so... I'd put I'd put money straight up on Alabama, but I could think I think Georgia possibly covers this one. Next, we got the Mountain West Championship, number twenty-five Fresno State versus number twenty-two Boise State. Boise State's favored by three. Over/unders at fifty and a half. Fresno State has the better defense, all right, but Boise State's offense has been proved since their last meeting earlier in the year. So for that reason, I like and I like Boise State's Bluefield. That that Bluefield's pretty damn so cool. So, for that reason, give me Boise State to cover and win this game and uh, win the Mountain West Championship. And next, we got Big Ten Championship, number 21 Northwestern versus number 6 Ohio State. Ohio State's favored by 14.5, over-unders at 60.5. Ohio State, they're they're kind of desperate right now. They they have to hope Oklahoma loses because if Oklahoma wins, I, I don't see Ohio State making the playoff unless somehow the committee sees it a different way, which is it's probably possible because I'm not on the committee. Because it's not looking like the leapfrog Oklahoma if Oklahoma wins and Ohio State wins. So I bet I think Ohio State should win this game handily. But, you know, Northwestern's been very surprising at times so far this year. So I think it could be a lot closer than people think. And if it comes close, to, if it's going to be close to late, I could possibly see Northwestern kind of pulling up a Pulling off an upset. And for the final game of the college football weekend, we got ACC Championship, Clemson, Pitt. Clemson's favored by 26.5, over-unders at 53.5. There's no question Clemson should win this pretty easily um, because I think they're the best bet to possibly beat Alabama this year. They got that spread offense and a pretty good defense, which would make for a very good matchup with Alabama. And I think they have the key parts to beat Alabama, so I've, I'm kind of just looking forward to Clemson-Alabama National Championship game, most likely. So that's it for all the college football this week. Now it's time. Are you ready, McAdams? Oh, let's hit it. All righty, folks, it's that time. We're giving you our free bets of the week, all right? You know the drill. Call your bookie. Text him. Email him. Send a letter to him. Or better yet, just get on a computer, type out an email to him, or get on something like... My bookie or DraftKings, something like that, where you can bet online. All right, because we're gonna give you free advice to make free money. All right, just listen to us, okay? Listen to us. Are they listening, McAdams? I hope so. Here all we right. go. All it's right. gonna be some good stuff. Alrighty, let's get into it. For my underdog pick of the week, like we were talking about earlier, I, I can see the Buccaneers beating Camp Panthers. All right, straight up. Yeah, for mine, I'm going to kind of contradict what I said earlier to a degree. I said I agreed with you. Then I decided I didn't agree with you. So I don't know why. I, I agreed somewhat. Uh, my underdogs for the week here, uh, I got the Chargers. Ooh. Ooh. I've been liking the way their offense has been playing. Um, I think Big Ben's going to make some turnovers, as he even said himself. So he's going to keep throwing them. Uh, I, I'm going to throw the money at the Chargers. Okay, okay. I kind of like that one, too. It was a little, It was a little appealing to me. So for my Just spread, the big man. So for my spread pick of the week, I got the Seahawks minus ten versus Forty ers This should this should be no question. They should easily win by ten or more against the Forty ers So what's your spread pick of the week, McAdams? Um, I got the I got the Saints over the Cowboys beating the spread. Um, I think they're going to easily win by more than a touchdown, maybe ten points. 
Um, could be more. It just really depends how many points the Cowboys put up. I don't think they'll have any problem beating them, um, but it depends how easily they shut down you know, Zeke and stuff and shut their offense down. Yeah, it'll be something to watch. So for my over pick, surprise, surprise, I got Buffalo Miami over 40, okay? Hey, bear with me. Okay, all right. I can see Dolphins putting up points, but I got you know, Bills wouldn't surprise me if they drop about 22. So I, they, I could, they it's a low, it's a low over-under. It's a low over-under. It's just asking me to take it, so I took it. My over-under for the week's going to be Chargers and Steelers. I think Big Ben's going to throw for some yards. He's going to throw some touchdowns, and I think – I, th- I think it's going to be over 50 points. I could easily see him putting up 27 points around there a piece, 27, 30, something like that. I'm with you on that one. Okay. So that's mine. That's mine. Okay, so for my under of the week, I got Colts, Jaguars, under 47 and a half. Cody Kessler's starting. They don't have Leonard Fournette. Jaguars aren't going to score many. If if this hits the over, it's because the Colts score over 30, okay? Mm-hmm. So I would definitely take that as my under of the week. Uh, my under for the week here is going to be uh, Bears-Giants under. I don't know how you feel about it a little bit, but I, I that's uh, confidently I think they're going to be under 45. Yeah, I could see that because Bears defense probably won't allow the Giants to score much. Bears, their offense is kind of struggling too, so it's yes. it's kind of an appealing bet, I would say. I'm looking at I, I'm looking at I feel like a five and five week here, five for five. Y'all put it down. Y'all can make some money on this right here. Me and Clark going to go over 500 once again. Yes, sir. My lock of the week. Listen up. Chiefs, minus 15 versus the Raiders, Raiders. they're going to win by 20, okay? It's it's always safe to bet against the Raiders this year. Wouldn't you agree, McAdams? It, it would be. So, you know. You had a very safe bet, so. So, you know, let me help you bet against the Raiders for the Chiefs to cover. Very easy, very easy to do, okay? So, McAdams, what's your lock of the week? Uh, mine here is going to be, um, I've got the Rams winning by more than 10. I got to cover the spread easily here this week. Okay, I could see that too. I'm gonna lock it in. I mean, it's not a safe. I understand. I was trying to get out there. I was trying, you know, you know, flirt with it a little bit and let it see how it plays. Oh yeah, I feel you on that one. So that's our bets of the week. Now it's time we're just gonna give you some fantasy advice to also help you because we we love helping you people that listen to this. Okay, we love helping you. That's that's our number one job. So for our fantasy week. I'm starting Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, okay? Russell Wilson playing 49ers. He he should probably run for, I would say, close to 100 yards, throw for over 200, so that's a pretty good week. I would say three or four touchdowns, okay? Kind of a bold prediction. And then I like Carson Wentz. Redskins D decimated, struggling right now. He could easily throw for 300 too. So, McAdams, who are you starting this week? Uh, getting a little risky, but uh, I'm going to start Matt Ryan. I think he's going to go out there and he's up to throw. Um, so I think he's going to get completions. I think he's going to get touchdowns. I, they don't stand a chance. You know, they're not going to be able to rush the ball, so he's I, he's going to go out there and I throw the ball to try to win that game. That's funny because for my sit I have Matt Ryan. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like Baltimore's D. They're they're good. They're real. Uh, I could see Matt Ryan, you know, they're, they'll get behind and he'll have to – He'll have to throw and make some risky decisions, and I think he'll end up costing probably possibly throwing a few picks. And I, I can see him scoring under 10, 10 fantasy points this week. I just don't, I don't see it this week, my man. But to each their own. Mhm, mhm. So who's your sitting him? Uh, my sit him this week. Um, uh, this week I'm still, I'm still sitting Gronk this week. Last week I regretted it. He'd got me a few more points. Um, questionable again, back and 
neck and spine and legs and everything's pretty much hurt on him. Um, so I'm going to sit him against the Vikings. Um, I got Trey Burton in. He's been doing pretty solid overall for the Bears. So I'm going to keep him in, and I'm going to sit Gronk. Okay, so you, you think it was just a fluke of last week? Well, he came in and played healthy. He's just – every time before the first of the season, you know, he started out poorly for me just fantasy-wise. I mean, he had a couple good games, but he wasn't awful. But And then he went out on me, then he came back, and then he did okay, and then he was out again. And so I just don't know if I fully trust him yet. Is this just, like, is a shame a, being is this just like a grudge you have against Gronk? No, I'm not saying that, but, you know, he's been questionable. So some games he's out more, he doesn't get as many touches, you know, he's hurting, and he's not playing to his full potential. And I thought, you know, you know, Gronk's going to get the ball, usually, and that's when I picked him up. You know, that wasn't a problem with him and um, Brady, but he's just, I think, you know, his questionability of going in and him possibly having to go out because he's hurt is the problem. It's not a grudge against him. You know, I think he's an excellent tight end. But, you know, his his back and ankle, which is what it is, actually, not his neck, mm-hmm. is the problem. You know, so that's what that's what worries me. You know, one wrong hit and he could go out, you know, one wrong turn on the ankle and he's out for the rest of the game where he's got, you know, maybe started off hot, but it doesn't you know, do you no good if he can't play the rest of the game. Okay, okay. I, I understand where you're coming from now. So for my sleeper, I got two, Austin Eckelor and Matthew Stafford. Eckelor you know, Melvin Gordon's week-to-week with his MCL sprain. Eckler's averaging more per, more yards per touch than Gordon is, which is kind of impressive. You know, I've had him on my fantasy team all year, and he's he's done me pretty good, okay? But he's uh-huh. they're sleeping on him. I mean, I think he's going to really go off this week against the Steelers. And Matthew Stafford, you know, he play, he's playing the Rams D. I don't think the Rams D's – I think – could possibly be overrated. I don't think it's as good as people make it out to be, so I could see him throwing for 300 easy. That's just my sleepers of the week. Yeah, so for my sleepers of the week, I uh, actually didn't get into the look, and I was pretty happy with my lineup, whether we agree or not here. Um, and so I didn't look for anybody that I thought was going to have a good week against somebody. I could have just for this, but if I'm not going to go out and change it, I'm not going to tell you guys to go out and change it. That's a, that's a very That's a very nice thing to do. That's a very honest thing. You know, if I don't think they're going to do better than who's sitting on my bench, but you may not have it. So I guess I should have checked out sleepers for some of you guys, but I just, I wasn't confident enough to, I didn't, my lineup, and I've got some people that may not, but I, I have enough trust in them that I think you should trust me. All righty, well, I think that's about it. Anything else to add, McAdams? <laughs> Go Saints. Yeah, Um. one more thing. 6 9 the artist, I think he dropped an album today. I listened to a little bit of it, you know, I thought it was gonna be trash. It's it's not too bad, alright? I'll say. I don't I don't support him in his decisions he makes, but you know, there's some bangers on there, so you know, it's oh, the weekend, you might I wanna would. check it out. Just check it out. I w- I don't know about bangers, you know. What do you want me to call them? Slappers? They slap, they're, man. I mean they're alright. I mean everybody you know, he dropped an album, the guy at work today dropped his shit on the back of the toilet all over the handle. Everybody drops something in their life. Okay, I think you need to back off with that criticism. So, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll we'll be back next week with more episodes. So we'll see you then. Peace.